Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Hey, sister girls. We're hey, back. Guys. We're back and we're better. And we're so excited. I feel like we have a lot to talk about today. I know that I always say that mm-hmm. um, because I really do. Like, this is our therapy session. Um, the only thing that I have new to talk about from last week is the fact that Greenlee started daycare. Mm-hmm. It is her third day in and she's doing okay. I think I thought it was kind of weird that when I dropped her off, she cried. And then when I picked her up, she was like super ready to go home. You know, Greenlee, she's not like that. Is it cause it's like new teachers and whatnot? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because, but it's so weird because even at her old school, like the first day, she was like so excited and she's just like, whatever. But I do think that it's a new environment. And I think that she thought she was going to go back to her old school. And then when she got there, she was kind of confused. So I know that it was probably like a lot to take in, but she's doing good. I really like the school. I like the security and like the privacy Mm -hmm. of it. Um, So that was definitely a good choice. Um, And then we go to the beach. July 5th through the 9th. So I'm Period. excited about that. That's going to be so exciting. I know. especially The, the kids are coming, right? Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, I'm super excited about that. And like all the pictures. Yay. Um, and I think that's pretty much it so far. I always feel like a lot happens, but then like the, the only big things that really happened were that. See, I feel like I'm the polar opposite. Because my past week has been eventful, if you will. Um, I went to St. Augustine, Florida. Speaking of going to Florida, um, I went with my family. It was a little cute and gorgeous getaway. Some R&R. The place was so cute. It was this Airbnb. I don't know. It was was very small and intimate, but it was was very cute. And it was like the, the decor was... It was gorgeous. Um, I love St. Augustine. My brothers live there. 
Yeah, literally, it's so slept on. It's literally my favorite. Miami and St. Augustine are my favorite places in Florida. Um, I've not been to too many other places. I mean, well, I've been to like Panama and um, Jacksonville and show like that. But like, as far as I've experienced, Miami and St. Augustine, but St. Augustine is my fucking favorite. Like all the architect out there and like uh, the history, it's mm, so cute and gorgeous. Um, but so while I was in the town, I was walking around and I had a little, a little moment with this lady. It was, um, so much fun. Um, I saw, oh my gosh, friend. When I saw that, I was like, honestly, like the first thing I thought was like how scary that is because this world is just crazy. Oh yeah. Like you can say one thing that they don't like and like they could hurt you, you know? Yeah. I tried to pick my battles wisely but this because one just... of that. Oh, I definitely provoked the situation. Like, Do you want anything from Chicken Salad Chick? Um, I'm a pass friend. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay, period. I'm going to get my juices when I leave. Okay. But thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, bro. <laughs> I love chicken salad chick. I eat it, it every day. It is good as fuck, I will admit, but... I've been eating it every day. It's a problem. Girl, live your truth. I am. But, um, yeah, no, I definitely provoked that situation. And people were mostly on my side about the thing, about the situation. But uh, a lot of people were like, this is you. You do this all the time. Who said you, that? I mean, people in the comments. But, I mean, I definitely. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Call me immature. Call me petty. Whatever. Like, I'm not going to deny any of those claims. I'm very much aware of my pussy, you know? But if you, like, people are like, she's minding her own business. Let her have her opinions. Okay, here's the thing. I don't give a she fuck. She wasn't minding <clears throat> her own business, though. Right. She provoked you. She will, She didn't really provoke me specifically, but she was out provoking people. And she also has a criminal history as of recent doing this. Lots of um, arrests for... How'd you figure that out? Girl, let me get to it, because that was juicy. So, um... Yeah, no, she's like waving this flag around that says Trump won. I don't give a fuck if you honestly, really and truly, if you support Trump, that's you. Live your truth, queen. But the fact of the matter is, is Biden is our president. I, before he was like, oh, you love Biden, Biden. No, I, I don't. Both of them suck, honestly. But he, the fact of the matter is, is Trump lost. That's just a fact. So why are you like, you're, it's embarrassing. Like, why are you carrying this flag around? Like, that would be like. Somebody's still saying Obama won or Obama's president or something like that. Like, what? Like, it's just, it's just not true. Like, anyways, um, so yeah, she's doing that and she's just like causing a scene and everyone's like looking at her and she's just like yelling. And then I initially just like laughed at her and was like, you can't make this shit up. Yeah. And she was like, God and Trump hate trannies. <gasps> and so like. I was like, T, T, bitch, T. And I walked away. I laughed and walked away because you, you, you can't fix stupid. But then the devil on my shoulder was like, oh, no, bitch. We are not submissive to such disrespect. Put the cape on, lace the boots up, girl. So I chased her down. Not literally chased, but like, you know, I was like a little brisk walking. And she knew I was hot on her motherfucking trail. She was looking over her shoulder and yeah, I finally caught up to her and I asked her, ma'am, how dry is your pussy? 
<laughs> the woman like, was too stunned to speak. She was she like <laughs> the emotion on her face and like the uncut video, Tasia. I can't. Her husband was probably like, "What?" That the wasn't fuck? even her husband. Oh, really? Girl, it's juicy. It's juicy. Okay, so I thought it was her husband or something. No, two completely unrelated people, strangers. Um. So yeah, I asked her how dry her pussy was and she was told me she was going to call the police for obscenity. And I'm like, obscenity? You're waving this around in people's faces, but okay, period, pop off. And I said, call the fucking police, bitch. And then she hit me, literally hit me on my thigh. I wish that I had like aimed the camera right at it, but you can see the way, like you can hear my keys jerk and you can see the camera move and you can see her bend down. But she like struck my thigh with like the back of her palm or the back of her um, hand. Didn't hurt me, whatever. I wasn't going to hit her because of that. But, like, I was like, bitch, hit me. I will knock your goddamn teeth out of your motherfucking head, bitch. And everyone around, it was, like, watching this whole event and, like, not helping her at all. Because they were like, yes, finally someone is doing something. Like, that was the energy around. Like, everyone was like, yes, our hero. But, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, And she started screaming harassment and calling me a wildebeest and calling me a thing and a tranny it. A wildebeest? Uh, What does that even mean? Bitch, I'm a goddamn beauty queen, but period, pop off. Um, What is happening? I don't fucking know. It was, see, the thing is, is when I tell these stories and when I like film these videos, people typically feel sad for me and like i want y'all to know that that shit tickles my pussy i live for that shit yeah i genuinely do and i get an i get an excitement over it i was full of adrenaline not anxiety i was not full uh, i wasn't like feeling scared in the moment i was feeling like bitch let's go Mm -hmm. and so i'm filming and anyways it went on for like three or four minutes and then this guy out of nowhere was like posted up on the wall and he like comes and intervenes and tries to get in between me and her. And um, anyways, he's like calling me a prostitute and a prostitute. Well, okay. Because first of all, I was like, you're fucking ugly inbred bitch. Get out of my face. Yeah. And then he like got in my face or whatever. And um, I forgot what I said, but I, I was like telling him, bitch, I make your paycheck in a day laid up in my bed. And I guess he thought like oh. literally that I was, okay, you know, being a prostitute, which I mean, if that's your bag, says get it. Not me, though. Didn't mean it literally. But anyways, um, yeah, so he started saying sucking dick, sucking dick, suck. He said it at least 50 times, bitch. And what did you say? I was laughing. I was laughing hysterically. And then I was like, I do. I do suck dick. And I'm damn good. And then guys were clapping. They're like, that's right. And I was like, not really though. But. What is that vibration? My pussy. Is it you? Yeah. I don't know. Some spam. It's, I couldn't even see it. Yeah, no, bro. But um, yeah, that was eventful. But my trip was overall very cute and gorgeous. I had a lot of quality time with my family. Um, I feel like I don't spend enough time with my family and I know that's my fault, but I just be all over the place mentally sometimes and I just can't be around people. And like, I love my family dearly, but there's like, I don't know, like being around family, like stresses you out, right? Well, it does me. I don't sometimes, sometimes it does. Like you, I, we've talked about this before. Sometimes it were, let me, let me rephrase that. Used to be, yes, but Something about coming off that fucking medication I was on, like, 
I don't know if it's like I'm able to kind of like handle situations on life's terms. Okay. If that makes sense. But we've had conversations where like I've had to like leave certain situations because like I was so uncomfortable and like it was like causing me more stress than not. And like there's many family members that like I don't communicate with because I don't want to feel that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, I guess so. I still, yeah, still I can say that. Yeah. I mean, I I love, especially my like immediate family, like my dad and my stepmom and my siblings and whatnot, like very close with them, but I just still don't see them enough. But like the rest of my family, I love them, but I don't know. Like, so I had like a situation happen yesterday. It was like very intense. It was very eye opening. And like, <clears throat> I had a lot of takeaways from the situation, and, but you know, I feel like I was unpacking a lot of trauma and like getting a lot out that I've kind of like bottled up and conversations were made, tensions were rising. Like it was a very intense moment that I had with my aunt and great grandmother. Um, ultimately ended well and like there was resolves, um, but I, I don't know. I, I was able to unpack a lot, I felt, and like, I admitted that I feel like a level of resentment towards a lot of my family. And I don't like, I'm at a point in my growth and development where I'm like just over my bullshit, honestly. Like I've done a lot of growing and maturing for sure over the past few years, but there's like behaviors and like thought patterns that I have that are not healthy for my mental well-being. And like, I, of course, cherish like good moments and whatnot, but I've experienced so much disappointment in my life. And for some reason, those, a lot of that is highlighted in my brain, unfortunately. And I have not really like shared a lot of those deep, intimate feelings with said family um and i i was telling them like i don't feel like i am able to express myself as freely and not just like you know clothing wise because they're very accepting like you you've met them like they're they're very like they gave me a fucking magazine yesterday that had harry styles on it like i thought you'd like to read like they're very sweet like they are it was just but there's i think that you can still be sweet and have beliefs that like are just totally and well, they don't even have beliefs that necessarily go against mine, but like it, there's like certain things that we disagree on, but which is fine. Like everyone's not going to always be on the same page, but some of these things I really feel strongly about and like, they've never, they're not homophobic. It's nothing like that. Like they're not um, telling me that I'm going to go to hell or anything like that. Um, but like some social issues I'm very vocal about and we're just not on the same page, but, um, whatever. I can't do anything about that, but I learned a lot from my engagement the other day with them. And then like my uncle came in and he was like the voice of reason. And like, I don't know, he always just drops some like knowledge on me. And like, I'm just sitting there listening to him. And like, of course I was kind of getting a little frustrated, but like, it was because he was right about a lot of things. And like, Sometimes that's hard to hear if you're not in that place. Right. And like, I think I'm finally at, well, I've been at that place. One of, one of like the biggest problems I have that I've really been trying to get better about 
is jumping to conclusions and making assumptions. Um, that is probably my biggest character flaw um, because it over time, like when I keep doing it again and again and again, like it does kind of piss people off or turn people off or sour people. And it makes me look a certain type of way. But like I pick up on patterns and I feel like I'm such like a hyper aware person just from like traumas I've been through. And like, so I tend to like over observe things, you know? Yeah. And then jump to conclusions before I really know if something's, you know, fact or not. I'm, I'm like, I'm ve- I'm very much like feeling based and I'm trying to work out of that. Yeah, because your feelings are not always valid. No, they're not. And they're usually going to steer you in the wrong direction and make you react and do things or say things that you might not entirely mean or feel. But it's like your emotion, like my emotions are all over the place, which like, I'm not going to say I'm bipolar because I've not been diagnosed, but like. No, you're not bipolar, I don't think. I, and I don't think that I have like super extremes. You know, bipolar runs in my family, and so like everybody in my family that's bipolar, it's it's like very extreme. Yeah, I've had some extreme moments. Don't get me wrong, like you know, but it's like a a constant thing. Like they yeah. never, it really comes out in their emotions. Like I'm talking about like every second of every day. Like I, I didn't know that bipolar was so serious until like I saw that with my own eyes you know what I'm saying I think I think a lot of it's the same thing with anxiety though like it's used so nonchalant that people don't understand what it actually is so like for a while I really thought that I suffer with like major anxiety disorder which obviously I think that I do struggle with anxiety but I think that most of the time it's stress related does that make sense? Yeah. And so I can feel overwhelmed. So there's also a difference between like being very stressed and then having anxiety and then also like just having emotions and being bipolar. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of people will, when somebody does have like anxiety and like we've had crippling anxiety attacks, panic attacks with each other yeah. at the same time separately. But a lot of people like they'll just get like, you know, a little nervous and they're like, oh yeah, I, I get anxiety too. Like, No. That shit is draining. Well, people also, I I honestly, it's really made people like look at mental health differently because of the people that throw around words that is not accurate. Like you can be stressed and it not be anxiety. There is mm. a, there is a difference. Um, also, you can think you have anxiety and you really have phobias. Um, I, I, I feel that way. Me and okay. Gavin were actually having a conversation about it the other day because I was like, I think that doctors are so quick to prescribe medications that they're not like actually looking into things, which is easy to do because when you go to a doctor, you're like, oh, I'm having anxiety. I'm having this. I'm having that. And a lot of the times we're just expressing how we feel maybe that day. And it's hard for doctors to really see what's going on in our everyday life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because some you can walk in there and get a medication in two hours tops. Yeah. Or, or you know, less. So I've had conversations with people and they're like, you know, I have anxiety. I can't leave my house. can't do this. I can't do that. I think that there is a fine line between anxiety and like it turning over to a phobia. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Like when I was on Effexor, this, I know people probably think I'm crazy when I say this, but Effexor was literally fucking me up mentally. It was making me socially awkward and I'm not socially awkward. It was making me not want to go out and do anything. It was making me like want to stay in this hole. Like a hermit. Like a hermit, yes. And to an extent, honestly, there is no extent to it. I don't think that's normal. I really don't because... After coming off of it and being off of it for a few, maybe maybe almost two months now, I have like seen such a difference. Like I actually want to go out. I want to do things. I want to be social. I want to do all these things. And like that is, as humans, we should want to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that the medication was like preventing me from like living my best life. Now, I also think it was because I was put on the wrong medication. Like at the time, I just needed something for like, the the stress that I was going through at the time. But, you know, Effexor was, it's not just used for anxiety and depression. It's used for bulimia, which I don't have. It's used for, um, like, I forgot what the word's called, but basically like if you have like a low something in your body, it helps with that. And so I didn't have that. So the medication was like reacting with my body in ways that it shouldn't. Like, you know, there was one time in prison because I've been on that medication since before I went to prison. Mm-hmm. I had passed out a few times <clears throat> in prison. And it was because of that medication. And also in prison, you're not getting the nutrients you need. So on top of not getting the nutrients that I need, eating food that's really fake, you know what I'm saying? And then not eating meat. I had, it was like the medication was making my blood pressure skyrocket, which is, it's not, that should never have happened. But like also at the time, I didn't know that's what was going on until I really started researching it. And it had said something about like, you know, blood pressure and stuff like that, which I didn't need help with. So it's just crazy like how we think we, or for me, I thought I had these issues, which I did at one point. And then like the medication was actually giving me symptoms that I didn't even ever have. And now that I'm off the medication, like I see things more clearly. And like, I know that like, I don't even have these issues that I thought I had, you know, like I was diagnosing myself with the medication. Like I'm just OCD. I'm just all over the place. I can't do this. I can't do that. When in reality, it was making me fucking feel like that, you know? Hmm. I don't even know how I got into that conversation, but it was just necessary. Um, but I mean, that's always like a, a trade-off when you take medications though, because there's always the possibility for side effects and like symptoms. Are you like developing symptoms that you didn't have per se? Um, but yeah, no, you, you need to be getting out and doing things. So I'm glad that you're, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone again yeah. and like living life because yeah, for a while you were like a prisoner almost to your thoughts and like like being confined to your space. Like now you're doing things, you're you're like going out of the state. Like that's exciting. So yeah, and there's a lot of things that I wouldn't have done if I was still on that medication. Yeah. Like I know that I wouldn't. And 
I used to have a fear of coming off of it because like, I think that I put my sobriety off on being on medicine when in reality it has nothing to do with medication because like I'm still sober and I'm not on medication. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why I like gave that medication so much power, but I did. And a lot of people do that and that's okay. But like, I'm glad that I realized how detrimental it was to my health. Like if I would have prolonged being on that medication. And I think that, you know, Gavin saying something, but it wasn't just my husband saying something. It was a lot of other people like my parents and like just myself really, like how I would like get irritated so quickly about the smallest of things or like feel overwhelmed. And like, I feel overwhelmed now, but not nearly like I did on that medication. Like I would literally like, everything was a huge deal for me when I was on that medication. Like Mm. one thing went wrong and I had a fucking horrible fucking day. So I just feel so much better. But I think that it was the medication was giving me phobias that I never even had, like not wanting to leave the house. Driving scared me. Everything was fucking scaring me. And like it it used to not be like that. But over time, it just started really messing with me. So getting off of it was was good. Well, it probably also because it really calmed you down. And like I remember you would say like you it would like suppress your emotions and feelings and like you did stay home quite a bit for an extended period of time so like that became like a routine and like you that became like your comfort zone and so like the idea of stepping out of that probably was terrifying at first but I know it's crazy because everybody has like different experiences like people can take the same medication and react to it completely different so that's not to say that y'all should all stop taking your medication, but at the same time, like you have to listen to your body also. And if you were feeling those ways and now you're feeling better, then it was probably for the best. Yeah. But, um, you know, not everybody has that. Yeah. That, um, look though, I have a tag on this still. Yeah. Not everybody has the same experiences. And I do think that medication helps the majority of people. But for me, yeah. it was time for me to come off of it. I mean, I hadn't been on medication my whole life. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, let's take the highest fucking antidepressant that there is. But maybe, maybe. At the time, it, it helped me, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe yeah. it did its job. And maybe, you know. And now it's just. Your chemicals are somewhat balanced. Maybe not fully, but maybe they're, you know, to a place where you don't need it. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. But with that being said, we need to go on a break. Her. And we'll be right back. Hey, sugar plums. Here we are again. We're back and we're better. Always. Um, okay, totally switching gears here. Okay. Have you listened to Drake's new album? No. Leave right now. I wish that I could. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't. I don't really listen to rap anymore. Or oh, girl. R&B. I don't know why. I think, no, I do know why. It's because I can't, because Greenlee repeats everything. So I haven't been able to, honestly. And I always have my children. So. <laughs> Understandable. That is, is very fair. But, um, okay, so my review of this album, in your spare time, definitely listen to it. Okay. Um, it's not really rap at all. Like, he's got, like, one or two songs that are, like, kind of rap. Like when, I like Future's new album. I, I, I actually haven't listened to that. I, good. I I should. But I've been like a loyal Drake stan since So Far Gone. This motherfucker practically raised me. But the general consensus, like, everyone is clowning on this album. And... Probably because Tristan Thompson was in one of the music videos. The, that was a, that was poor taste. I that will. was fucking hilarious. Did you see that, that TikTok I sent you? Yes. What was her... Who is that from Dance Moms? 
she said something, something, and all of a sudden I hear this oh, yes, yes. obnoxious. I don't even Abby. know. <laughs> Hold on. I want to play it on the podcast if y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm screaming. So Drake has a music video and Tristan Thompson's in it. If you don't know who Tristan Thompson is, he's Chloe's baby dad, and he's just trash. Not very cute and gorgeous of a person. This so somebody recorded the music video and then said, point of view, you're watching Drake's new music video and listen to the audio on TikTok. And now I want to sit back and relax and enjoy my evening. When all of a sudden I hear this agitating, <laughs> raving voice. <laughs> and it's because in the music video, Tristan Thompson showed up in it. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. But anyways, proceed. <sighs> yeah, no, I, I was really confused about his part in that, um, especially with the recent um, episode of the Kardashians. So it just was like bad timing in my opinion. But um, y'all, I'm not even kidding. Every track on this album I have in my like page, even the fucking intro, bitch. Are you kidding me? Like in the intro is just like instrumental. But so the general consensus is that this is his gay album. Everyone is saying Drake is in his white people music bag. And I just like, I I really wish that people would expand their musical taste and their musical palette a little bit because he really experimented a lot with like sounds. It is like a little, there's like house vibes to it, island vibes, like the islandy like um, sound is like not new to him at all. But like he really experimented with like instruments and like, some of the tracks and like the melodies, his vocals are so good. Like, uh, he's like really developing a new sound. I feel like, and like, I am obsessed. Like when I first heard it, I didn't want to like it because I mean, you know, my situation. Yeah. And this album is just too spot on lyrically for me. So when I first heard, I was like triggered boots, but it's just so beautiful. Like all of it, like I have not listened to anything else since it came out. Yeah. I'm fully obsessed. Start to finish, like the whole album, A through motherfucking Z, y'all. This is probably my favorite Drake album. And like I literally, fun fact, when I was 20 and like in Duke Hospital, I literally had a Drake party and nothing else was allowed to be played. We had Drake heads, like it was Drake themed. How funny is that? Bitch, I'm fully obsessed, always been. But I say that because everyone's like, oh, this this is white people music. And like, I hope that's not offensive for me to repeat. But like, I just feel like we all should at least expand or try to expand our palette. Like his sound is developing, it's changing. Like he can't make the same music always. Like he he has, he's growing as an artist and I really salute him for that. Like Drake never disappoints ever, in my opinion. Um, people call him a softy, whatever, but he's very vulnerable. And I feel like that's such a beautiful, brave comp, um quality to have you know but um yeah if you haven't listened listen and if you're hating on it then you are trash point blank period point blank period um but yeah so like what are you thinking right now tasia well i'm thinking that i'm sending this video of putting me at school to gavin okay and I'm thinking that I'm loving life, but really I'm fucking stressed because I have so much shit to do and I just feel like I cannot get caught up 
Um, so we love that. And I'm also hungry and chicken salad chick is delayed like 10 minutes. Mm. So I'm just very annoyed. Well, I heard like a loud noise out there. It wasn't that. I just oh. checked it. It said delayed. That's homophobic. In the middle of Pride Month. Are you kidding me? So are you excited about like taking on the podcast? Um, if I'm being honest, I am excited, but I'm also like a little nervous. Um which is understandable because like you're gonna be doing it by yourself, so like that, but you're gonna have like guests and Well, I mean, okay, so for me, like it's easier to carry a conversation when you have another person. And I felt like when I did the solo episodes, um I was struggling to maintain my focus and my thoughts. Um I know like I really want to elevate this experience moving forward like the the photo is going to change like literally everything is about the show is going to change but the thing is is like when we started the show the concept was really for us to open up as creators and people on the internet and like our troubled pasts and kind of like give you girls advice and tips on how to grow as an individual or grow online you know and like it was really a therapy for us and we kind of walked the girls through literally every facet of our life and so like we didn't ever like most podcasts they talk about current events they talk about celebrity gossip they talk about or they at least insert some of these points into their episodes so it's easy there's like there's talking points and we had those in the beginning because we had a lot to talk about we both had tremendous crazy roller coaster ride lives and like we got a lot out but like we started running into circles you know and so i just want to change like everything about the show really and truly i want to bring some more like humor to it because like we've had a lot of serious moments but it's been helpful well for I, sure. will, I will say this has been like i liked that this one was more serious after the first few episodes because like we don't get to do that and so like i know that like People want certain things, but like, honestly, like we decided to do this for not only ourselves, but like for, to, for other people to kind of understand that like, this is uh, a therapy and like an outing for us. Like, but that we're also humans too. And y'all all have emotions just like us. Yeah. And so like, everything doesn't have to be like, so like, what's the word? So all like hyper and all over the place. Like it doesn't have to be like that. No. And I think that we kind of forgot forgot that that was the reason why we did it. But like, you know, all platforms can be different. Like if you go to my Instagram, it's completely different than TikTok. You know, like it's, that's the, that's the whole point of like videos and stuff like that. And then you have a podcast and it's more like personal and serious and, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I think that as long as, you know, you remember that it'll, it'll work out better than you think. Because I think that I forgot about that during this show. You know, like always, like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just, this is a therapy session for us, you know? And obviously people either like it or you don't, and that's okay. Like, I don't, I don't get my feelings hurt if people don't like it. You know what I mean? No, because we're, we're being raw and, and we're just being open and honest. So yeah. maybe it's not as exciting or as insightful as it, you know, as we started off. But um, we also had a lot to unpack. I mean, people really didn't know who we were. Right. And so when we started the podcast, we're like, hey, this is us. 
and it didn't take long to express that. So, and now we're just kind of like updating, like, Hey, this is our lives. And I mean, we literally have been doing this for a year. Yeah. That's actually crazy to think about. We started this a year ago. Um, I want to say I'm very grateful for this experience, honestly, and all of like the encounters I've had, like, cause don't get me wrong, even though the, the reviews have been very mixed lately, um, I still regularly every day get messages from people saying that things that we talked about really changed their perspectives on things, made them feel secure, made them feel not alone. <clears throat> and if this podcast did nothing more than that, then it is a success to me. Um, it's a success anyway, because this gave us experience. Oh, absolutely. We both yeah. stepped, we both stepped out of our comfort zone. Like I, I, I've always wanted to try this, but I, I didn't have any experience. Neither of us did. And we had to take on this responsibility ourselves. And like, it was a lot easier in the beginning, I felt, but like, you know, things happen. But that's not to say that I'm still currently not very excited about the show and thrilled to still be doing it. <clears throat> but I do want to just say that overall, this show is going to be like night and day if all things go accordingly. Um, but I do kind of want to switch up the pace in season two and like bring some more like happy, silly moments. Cause I mean, I've always had a problem with bottling things up and I feel like this show has really allowed me the space to get so much off of my chest and you as well. And it has given people an opportunity to meet us, but like as individuals, we really are unfazed and unbothered. And like our show has been us kind of sharing all these bothersome moments and so I want to bring that unfazed and unbothered energy to season two yeah you know more silly more moment like more curated moments like I want to put more thought and like really take it more seriously have ideas on paper and like be more prepared because like naturally we're kind of like a little lazy sometimes and me especially and like I don't know needless to say I love the show. I'm happy that we've done this. I'm excited for the future, but stay tuned, girls. Okay, girls. So totally random from the rest of the episode, but this whole episode was random anyways. But um, <laughs> so yesterday I went um, to Waffle House with somebody and um, the whole experience was something out of a movie, but I feel like I say that all the time and like people... I don't know. I, I don't I feel like there's some like type energy that just attracts like chaos and like weird, awkward moments. So anyways, um, we go and sit down and there's this woman sitting in the booth behind us and she's moaning and groaning like she's in pain. But it's like she was definitely twacked out. I'm just going to sit. She was definitely twacked out. I was giving meth Mandy. And she's like, oh, oh, baby, I'm going to need help with this menu. Can you help me order, please? <sighs> Tasia, I'm not even kidding. I swear on my mother's grave. And this went, she was so loud. And she's like, oh, get me some jelly. What? It was crazy. And then, like, the server was like, is this real life? 
And I'm sitting there like, I can't even focus on my conversation I'm having because she's so goddamn loud. And like, anyway, so we order before she does because she's taking so long to fucking order. And she's just moaning and groaning about she doesn't know what to fucking get. The bitch ends up getting like eggs, I think, just eggs and like toast, whatever. Why did that take you fucking 20 minutes to order? Couldn't tell you. But she was going through it. It was so loud. And then, and then, and then, and then the server didn't bring us silverware, right? So I'm like, you know, it's right there. I'm like trying to reach. And this, he wasn't our server, but he was another server. He looks at me, he goes, and starts like barking. And I was like, okay, period. And my, he was being silly. I, there had to be something wrong with him. There has to be. Like, Tasia, I, <laughs> I'm just imagining this. <laughs> I swear, I swear. I'm, I, you can't make this shit up, y'all. I wish I had this on film. So anyways, he like barks at me. <laughs> he barks at me. And I was so taken back because it was just like not the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> he's like this 40-year-old man. <laughs> and he looks so weird. Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to come for him. But like, if y'all saw what I was seeing... <laughs> I can't. And so he barks at me. Please come here. I can't, bitch. <laughs> I'm screaming. So I swear, hand on the Bible, bitch, on my mother's grave. This man, he comes and he's like asking us, like, how's your day going? And like, he was very socially awkward. And like, I'm not going to make fun of somebody in their face or like, you know, so I was trying, I was trying to be a friend and I saw his tag and said, Jeff, I said, how's your night going, Jeff? And he was like, oh, it's going great. Um, he, uh, what did he say? He said, I'm just being silly. I'm just so silly. And I said, well, everyone's got an inner child, Jeff. I said, express it. And I swear on everything he goes, and me was, was like, we looked at each other and I was like, don't express that. Maybe you shouldn't express that. Yeah, that feels scary. And he said, if you go to the cooler with me, there's bodies in there. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer. What? I, I'm, I swear to God. And he I, worked at Waffle House. Yes, he was a server. He, he must be schizophrenic or something. I don't know, but I asked our server. I was like, bitch, do you feel safe here? Because the woman behind me and homeboy, something was going on. Both of them was twacked. Up. Oh, and he also was like, um, asked me if I uh, wanted whiskey or or tequila, and I was like, "Bring it all," but like obviously he didn't have alcohol. But he 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 was like, he was fucked up on something and a little mentally I'm unstable. Sure yeah, and like the things he was saying was just so weird, and like his delivery too. And then when we went to pay, he goes, "What's up, shorty?" <laughs> and then he was like, he looked at me, he goes, "I'm kidding," and he kept going like this. He goes, "You're so tall." And I was like, period. What did the girl say about him? She didn't say anything? She was the definition of unfazed and unbothered. And it was also her birthday. And she, uh, she was probably used to it. Yes. I, but mind you, it was like probably 12 o'clock at night. So, you know, it was prime time for, you know, crackheads. Um, but it was just such an experience. Like... I, 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 
don't know other people who go through such weird experiences. I don't know what it is. But like all my friends who are ever with me when these happen, they're like, why am I always with you when the weirdest shit happens? What does that mean for me? Like, do I just have a magnet for like chaos? Something from because that is the truth. I mean, every time you're around me, we experience the weirdest situations, the weirdest people, like the scariest moments, the most intense moments. Like it's always some type of excitement, good or bad. But yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. But girls, I'm hungry as fuck and I'm confused where your food is at at this point. It's been an hour. So, um, I love the girls. The girls love me. Yeah, baby. I'm scared. You and me. Period. period I'm period. very scared. Um, so, girls, leave a review. Tell me you love me and I love you. So, period. Love you guys. Toodles. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.